here. I'm going to record and you're going to listen because well, we need to record an audacity right. too, friend. Fine. Jeez. Fine. All right. All right. Um, recording an audacity. Recording an audacity. I think TBCR isn't here. Big red no. button. Oh, you are? Yeah. Are you recording? Uh, as of 10 seconds ago. Perfect. All right. You're going to listen to me. <laughs> Hold up. I am here under... My name is Ilian. This is Rough Cuts, and I'm here under duress. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is a cry for help. Munchie is not a dog. Look, this is not a dog movie. There's one dog in it, and they kick it for laughs at the beginning. Munchie's a dog. Munchie's a good movie, but Munchie's not a dog. And Munchie is not a good boy. Holy shit. Munchie is an abomination. Munchie is God's mistake. This is not a dog. You can't tell me that a dog caused the Hindenburg disaster, that the do a dog sunk Atlantis, that a dog slammed a pilot man into a fucking canyon wall in this movie. You can't tell me that. No, that's, that's not sounds, a dog. That sounds like a dog. I've seen dog movies. No, yeah, that sounds right. I hate to interject here, Munchie expert TBCR. Uh, after analyzing each individual frame of this movie and its prequel, I have to uh, have to say that Munchie is indeed a dog. A gremlin oh, dog. Oh, oh, okay, still, hold on. Hold on. Let's get, hold on. We need Let to get clarify. the rest of the trial judges here. We need <laughs> Cleopatra. I need Abraham Lincoln. I need Elvis. I need Marilyn Monroe. We we need Colonel Sanders. I need to talk about <laughs> this. Angus we need real experts on the opinions here. Okay, so... You have to try Munchie with a <laughs> with a group of his peers, may I add. I can't believe this is already off the rails. Hello, <laughs> welcome to Rough Cuts. I'm Boys. Hey kids, guess who's back? Ah, my favorite sport. <laughs> it's Munchie. Munchie. Back with more blasts. Think you scored a thousand points on that one. And more excitement. What's out of here? This is too real. Uh, that's Ilion, and we have special guest and Munchie expert, apparently, TBCR. Uh, hello, hello, and welcome to the podcast. Am, let's get one thing straight here. I am not a Munchie expert. I am a Munchie survivor. That's because. True, yes. You you can't just experience <laughs> Munchie. You have to s survive and suffer through Munchie, as we have. Well, you I survive. demand that Munchie, as I said, get a trial of his peers, which, as we've need, known <laughs> in this movie, are Colonel Sanders, Cleopatra, yes. Abraham Lincoln, Elvis, and Marilyn Monroe. Those Hold are on, anyone that I'm missing. Figures. The yeah. spitting the spitting image version of Abraham Lincoln. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, he definitely didn't put a figures. monkey in a top hat and stick it in. When, when Bill and Ted went back in time, they got Elvis, Lincoln, Marilyn Manson, Cleopatra, and whoa, Colonel whoa, Sanders. hold up, whoa, Marilyn Manson. Oh, that's sorry, a very yeah. different thing than Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn, <laughs> Marilyn Monroe. Well, they could get both. I don't fucking care. I mean, they get both. I mean, <laughs> maybe budget wise, maybe not. Okay, I really want to see Marilyn Manson in this movie now. <laughs> Marilyn Manson meets Munchie. God, it's like Scooby Doo like meets the Globetrotters. Holy shit! <laughs> Talk about your stupid crime movie. Go Munchie ahead. Meets, 
Munchie meets the Manchurian candidate. Oh my god. <laughs> Munchie is the Manchurian candidate. <laughs> Uh, Munchie, oh god, like, wait, hold up, that actually ties into the end of this film. Yes, Oh no, you're right! Oh no, is Bill Clinton the Manchurian candidate? (laughs) (laughs) Ever since Bill Clinton's reign in the US, they've actually had a secret advisor. Oh my god. Worse than Kissinger, it's Munchie. Mm. So, Mm. I have... Normally, I put in a pet count for the dogs in the movie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I've been mm -hmm. trying to do that. I don't normally have to put in a kill count from the dogs themselves. (laughs) Yes. Well, we have a tally, right? There's a running tally. It's important. Well, well, we have to consider that this is the second movie, well, well, in theory, the third movie of a trilogy of films, the first being unrelated to the other two. Uh, I've had the, uh, just for context, I've had the unfortunacy of watching all three of these films uh, Tuesday of the week of this episode being recorded, and uh, Mm -hmm. don't don't watch, yeah, don't watch Munchie Strikes Back when you're on like three hours of sleep. It will (laughs) fuck you up. Oh yeah, I woke up ten minutes before we started watching this movie because I screwed up the time. (laughs) So, so, TBCR, you had a dream about Munchie. Right? Okay, so my no. my dreams tend to be kind of weird. I mean, normally a lot of body horror, not not from you know me wanting it. It just happens. But uh, this one was actually a this one was a decent dream. Uh, I was some for some reason in the casino where top slots spotting the best was filmed, and I'm just listening <laughs> to Jimmy the Scott just ramble on about whatever fucking slot machine he's in front of. Okay. And then in the last two seconds before consciousness, just I just hear in the background, say the magic words! Say the magic words! Okay, ah! ah! <laughs> I, I, I'm not to relitigate the past, but I want to again stress that this is under duress that I'm here. <laughs> Munching inside of this movie says, I put my head out the window, like a dog sometimes. Which like a dog, a dog. Which means that Munchie is not a dog. Munchie is like a dog. QED okay, well, Munchie I mean, is not a dog. I win. Good no. day. Well, I'm hold done. On. Yeah, now I'm back on City Road. Oh, did you hear that? Like Wait a, a second. Wait a second. Like a dog. No. Like a dog. Hold on, let me let me let me have a good rebuttal. If you recall, halfway through the film in the dance scene, uh, oh god, the dance scene. Yeah. Uh, remember, right. Munchie oh, turns into, uh, yeah, Munchie yeah. turns into oh. not Howard Hessman. Uh, we should point right. out in the first yes. film, what if? Because I'm assuming there's an episode on the first Munchie. Munchie nope. is voiced by nope. Dom. Oh, there's <laughs> no, not. We oh we have boy. Not seen the first movie. Not oh, you're in for a trip. Okay, no, so the first film... It. It's not a dog movie! We're okay. watching Munchie, because Munchie's a dog. Yeah, that's we're going to watch the first one now, too. That's how this works. Fucking I tricked you into both! <laughs> Let, listen, listen, boys, I'll, I'll even host a canned film for that if you want. But, regardless of that, he's voiced by Dom DeLuise in the first film. He's voiced by yeah. Howard Hessman in this film, because obviously Dom DeLuise costs a lot of money. Or either that, or he died in between the making of the first film and the second film. I forgot when Dom DeLuise died. Oh. 
I was gonna say, hold up, no, Dom was still alive, we did check this Dom out. Dom was still alive, okay. I, I very, I very, very much have a problem with you saying that Dom DeLuise costs a lot of money, because I've <laughs> I mean, seen a lot of the movies that Dom DeLuise has been in in the last years of his life. Listen, and, uh, Cameron, Mitchell, Cameron Mitchell did cost a lot of money. He was in a lot of films for only one scene. Mm -hmm. I mean, keep in mind, yeah. Dom DeLuise was in one of the classic car movies, Cannonball Run. Yes. Well, classic in quotation marks, but I mean, I enjoyed Cannonball Run despite how absurd it was. But I'm we're we're, we're deviating from my whole point here. In the halfway point of the film, uh, Munchie turns into a person, which I mean, it's already absurd as is. But who's to say if if Munchie can turn into a person, Munchie can also turn into a dog. Yes. So in theory, Munchie's yes. not a dog. No, Munchie's means, a dog. Well, hold on, that hold on. That means that Munchie's like the Munchie. thing. That <laughs> Munchie is Shoto is Shoto or whatever dog. from Star Trek. A dog is every shapeshifter <laughs> in the universe a dog now. I, okay, a it's dog it's is a, a shape. <laughs> it's a Schrodinger situation. And if you shift into that shape, then you're a dog. <laughs> Munchie is and is not a dog simultaneously. Yes. Oh, get, finally. Get on with it. <laughs> I'll just deal. Go ahead. Do your crime podcast. It's just I just want it noted that it's under duress. I will let I will let the people decide what this truly is. I think you're I think you're thinking into this way too hard. I'm going to I'm going to present the evidence and the people will back me up. That's what's going to happen. The looks at no card. Know. They'll know she the truth. is a dog. You all well, know can't what argue with that logic. <laughs> so okay, so this is a Jim Wynorski film, uh, uh, yes. which also did Deathstalker two, uh, also did Chopping Mall, also did Doggone, the Doggone films. We did one of those. Yeah, it's the yeah, same. Yeah, we did. Same God, same composer as all those films as well. That's true. Mm -hmm. So there's who links appears, to other dog movies. Yeah. Who not only appears in this film, but also appears in the other film. Yes, because as if having the composer sing songs terribly in one movie was bad enough, you have them in another movie with the okay. same backing band, which includes Fred Olin Ray, who's probably directed some, some other films that you've probably watched. Why did, why did he decide purposefully to show up on screen as Elton John with a bunch of punk rockers in the background playing butt rock. Now, as a canned film expert, I will unfortunately have to say, I don't know. God damn it. It's absolutely it baffling. I've seen so many films and, and I've looked into so much information about each of these films and I still don't know why. Oh, it's so weird. And I've known yeah, about I, this movie for like three love years how now. much uh, he has like this... Elton John, if he were your tenth grade math teacher, vibe. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, that haircut. But like the best part is that it's like Elton John from the seventies, and um, this movie's nineteen ninety four. So it's I don't got think an El extra vibe to it. Okay, you know, you know the haircut they had in the second, uh, the second appearance of that band, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know that you know. Well, I think it was either Skittles or Starburst commercial, the berries and cream commercial. <gasps> yes, it's same the, hairdo. It's the same guy. I don't think Elton John had that hairdo. Berries and cream, berries and cream. Munchie's a dog. Berries and cream. <laughs> <laughs> Munchie is a dog who loves berries and cream. Yes. <laughs> 
Okay. As I said, I, I, you present your case, I'll present mine, the people will decide. Well, I guess if we're going to present a case, we should talk about the movie and what happens, huh? We should, we should start from show. the beginning, which literally right. starts with a bang. Yeah, so it starts off at a high school, specifically Ronald Reagan High School, uh, where Munchie is hosting a party with a bunch of teenagers who are actually adults. Um, and then they blow up the high school? Okay, so a bit of context. So the kid who he's talking with at the beginning of the film, I found out is the protagonist of the first Munchie, not Munchies, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. Munchie, mm -hmm. uh, who's only in there for just that scene. And, oh, God. Continuity. The, the, the plunger. Important. The plunger. Yeah. The, the explosion yeah. plunger. What was the it? The big Acme. That's uh... <laughs> an Acme explosion, yeah. But they, they blow up the high school, which presumably has people in it. Yeah, because well, it has them in it. They're in like a yes. gym dancing in the high no. School. They were outside. They were outside. They the gym's some, outside. Some it's shots inside. Of some of them being there were some shots of people being indoors dancing during that. I'm positive there were. Yeah. There were some shots of them outside, but there was like a bunch of no, them like I think, all over the place. I think you're confusing the opening scene because there was that one girl that swung in on a rope swing, even though logically in the school it doesn't make any sense because there was a maybe. wall. Maybe, maybe so I thought they were like, just it swinging like a them hallway because she swung in on a rope swing and it was they like swung there. <laughs> I, don't I, know. I like what it's... that implies is they just swing directly back into the wall. <laughs> oh, Have you ever God. seen 60s Spider-Man? It's fine. Don't worry it's about like that, it. yeah. But they blow up the high school, and then Munchie's like, now let's go blow up the DMV. That's what you get for <laughs> making me wait in line. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm not saying that I disagree with most of what Munchie does in this film. I mean, he blows up the Ronald Reagan high school, and he wants to go after the DMV. I'm kind of yeah. down for it. Like, it just doesn't mean that he's a dog. Okay, so Munchie, who's a dog, is nailed to a board. <laughs> yes, <laughs> literally nailed to a board. In yeah. multiple and scenes. So yes. my theory was... Wait, so you're saying that, that Munchie is not a dog, Munchie's Jesus. Yes. We're getting, we're getting too philosophical we're getting at close. this point. We're getting closer now. <laughs> Munchie's um, the savior of mankind. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus dog. I mean, dog is God spelled backwards. That's true. Oh my Munchie god. Munchie is god. Munchie is god. Oh my dog. But yeah, they very literally have Munchie on a board like with the feet of the model stapled to it. So, like, I'm pretty sure that the puppet wasn't like that in the first movie. The problem is I've tried since Tuesday to blot the first movie out of my brain. The mm. only thing I can remember from the first movie is that Artie Johnson is in it and uh, if you know anything about Artie Johnson, oh boy! But um, I, I think I think what happened is they probably lost the puppet, and then they made another one on a cheaper budget for the second one. And they had to rush well, to get it done because yeah, there's like fast, animatronics yeah. in the head and the hands, but that's it. I was thinking, or like the the bottom got like damaged, and oh, they were like, "Ah, yeah. fuck it," and just they like staples. threw it in the back of a a studio. Mm -hmm. After they were done with Munchie, like never make another one of these shits, and then like in a year later, ah oh, fuck, here we go. Oh again. no, Munchie made enough in VHS sales. Looks like we gotta make another one. Yeah, but after that, that, that's Roger Corman. After that, Munchie gets brought up to heaven uh, to answer for his crimes oh, by by the tall man from Phantasm series, <laughs> who was in the first movie, in the first Munchie movie, and I didn't even realize it until like. 
I saw the cre- I went on yep. IMDb and I noticed they were in it. I and also want to make yeah. clear how incredibly wild this heaven scene is because okay, so he's Peter at the gates, right, deciding if he goes mm-hmm. into heaven or not kind of thing with like a bunch of people there to judge Munchie's crimes. But he's not St. Peter. Do you remember who he is? Kronos. He's Kronos! Yeah. He's fucking the Greek Titan Kronos! He's the Greek Titan! Well, I don't, even think, I don't even think that scene was for Munchie to go to heaven. I think it was just a scene of Munchie has done bad. Oh, wait, I, I gotta put my... I gotta slam my hand into my other hand for uh, emphasis. Munchie has done bad, and they mm-hmm. must determine if he has to go to some f- colony in outer space for his yeah, they crimes were gonna, against Munchie's humanity. too powerful for them to actually murder or stop, so what they were going to do is send him to, like, a far distant corner of the galaxy where no Eris Minor. happens. So it's less heaven and more the Watchers from Purgatory. Like, the Marvel series, right? I guess, but they call it heaven. It does look like Gary Busey's heaven. And, and, and there's like big yeah. winged... Thro- no, well, okay. There was a big winged chair. On the walls. There's sheets on the walls. I did... Okay, listen. This is not... You can't just compare this to Gary Busey's heaven. There's no couch with a sheet over it. It's obviously <laughs> substandard. Hey, they, they, they could at least afford a fog machine. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. but the, again, no couch, no sheet, <laughs> substandard. Anyway... So the tall man from Phantasm, who's actually a Greek god, uh, consults Elvis, <laughs> Colonel Sanders, Lincoln, Marilyn Monroe, and Cleopatra uh, on what to do with Munchie, and they decide to send him back to Earth to help a small child and his single mother. Mm-hmm. And then, and then we enter the Munchie dimension in the credits scene. The opening to Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. God. Well. I'm- we send him back to his mother, the soap opera soap opera actress. Yes, who's in a totally different movie. Yeah. Also, I I don't know what her name is, but I'm going to call him her Vivian because I feel like every soap opera actress has to have a V or actor has to have a V. Right. So she's definitely in the wrong film. Yeah. Like, no. Every time no. that she does like a scene, she very very clearly does it in like a soap opera style. Like they do cuts where she's. They're having a conversation between two people, and then it cuts, and she turns around dramatically the dramatic yeah, them yeah. in the middle of the cut. She it's turns so around, good. and then in in the uh, captions it says "cries in Spanish." <laughs> it's just great. It's it, it's weird. You don't do that. In she's fucking. She's also extremely British and kind oh, of yeah. trying to hide yeah. it, but not really. She she was a British stage actor. Like she was in theater before she did acting, right? Which makes you sense. You can hardly tell. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, because she was on. Yeah, she was on upstairs, downstairs on ITV back in the seventies. Mm. And then, I mean, yeah, she had comedy and horror roles, but for the most part, she's mostly been a uh, dramatic actress. I think she was on Dallas, mm. not the old one, but the the nineties revival. That makes sense. Yeah, and she's on The Bold and the Beautiful and Oh no, all I forgot Dallas. Dallas ran from 78 to 91. That was the original run of Dallas. Oh my god. So, anyways, wow. we're introduced to them. Um she is like, "Hey kid, pick up your damn room, you're filthy, or I'll send you, you back room. to the orphanage where I picked you up." 
<laughs> basically. <laughs> and, and, oh, and then whoa, she whoa, leaves. Whoa, right? whoa, whoa. We're, we're, we're skipping the most crucial scene, which is the board, the uh, the office scene. We skipped we skipped a whole big portion of the movie. Oh, the office scene, right? The uncomfortable the office the scene. The bad guy. Yeah. Who is who is who is played by the actor who played the bad guy in the previous film. Was but there's supposed he... to be two separate characters, but the problem is they act exactly the same. So they're essentially the same character even though they're not, but they are, but they're not, but they are. They act also, and look the same because it's the same the actor. Same, yeah. And I found out that the guy <laughs> That plays this role was also, I think, the owner of the casting company that did the casting for the film, which may explain mm-hmm. why they're in this film. Yeah. And was he hitting on the kid's mom in that scene? Yes, he was. Because yes. the whole the whole thing is the, the company is planning on moving to oh, Mexico, Mexico City. City. Yes, you know, the white yeah, sand yeah, yeah. beaches of Mexico White City. sand beach. Yeah, surrounded by beaches, Mexico City. I made, I made, I made the God, comment I during. I made a comment during the screening that it would have made better yeah. sense for Cancun to be said because at well least known, there would be a fucking beach. Well, it's yes, a well-known it's, coastal city, Mexico City. Yeah, only a six-hour drive to the coast. <laughs> Just six hours. Uh, and and this office is floating. Hours. This office is floating in the middle of nowhere because uh, there's nothing yeah. outside the window, just skies. They didn't put a back. For all we know, yeah. this office building is on an airplane. Um, <laughs> yeah, they like taped up like I, pictures of the sky outside I the window. I forget what they were even talking about in this scene. It didn't seem important, uh, so, like, out. He, the, the person, the, the, the boss was trying to hit on his, uh, on the kid protagonist's mom and she yeah. was definitely not having any of it. So in retaliation, he fucking fired her. Oh, that's why. Okay. And and her and her uh, and her what is it coworker? Because there's that one mm-hmm. scene, and the only thing I could mainly focus on was the two IBM computers in the background. But yeah, they got both served pink slips. Dramatic scene, you know, somber music. So cut yeah, to so Munchie. She, yeah, right. So she gets fired. They they cut back to the house. She's like, "Hey, kid, pick up your room. It's filthy. There's like toys everywhere, oh. and you're like eight. You need to grow up, kid." And, we're, and then, we're we're forgetting Point Dexter. No, we'll, we'll, we'll get I'm to Point. No, Point Dexter's right after this. I think. Yeah, I think it happens. Oh, uh, we after. should. No, it was before but, that. Well, but okay. we'll talk about we'll talk about the Munchie scene, and we'll, then we'll get to that because we'll that that has a point of contention but, in the film. So so Munchie spawns a second sun in the sky. Yes. And then Munchie shows up in the window so that they can cleverly hide the person whose hands are in Munchie's back. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, hey, I'm Munchie. What's up? You ever heard of me? I'm a new person and a being you've never seen before. Hey, what's up? Ha ha. I'm a dude. Can you give me a can you give me a hammer to get these staples out of my feet? Yeah, someone stapled me to a board on the windowsill. Ha ha. Yeah, and then when his mom says you need to clean up your room. Munchie goes, well, I know how to help with this. There's only one magic word to get rid of all of your belongings. Reaganomics! And then all of his stuff disappears. <laughs> Which, is, that's actually a good joke. Which, yeah. That's the one, yeah. That's the one good yeah. joke of this entire film. Yeah, so the mom, like, walks back in and is like, how'd you clean up the room so fast? Oh, magic. Oh, okay. And then... <laughs> didn't, didn't even lie, just was outright honest. Uh, and then they have the, the, you know, really close moment of, hey, uh, I lost my job, so I need you to be a real good kid. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Alright, bye. 
Okay, so Munchie's in the film. Munchie is a magical dog being. It's definitely a dog. And, and is with the kid, and the kid's like, whoa, you can do magic? Like what? Well, um, hmm, what do you want? Can you bring my dad back from the dead? If you want a zombie kid, I'll bring him back. Let's go. Let's kill everyone in the world, kid. Let's do it. I mean, okay, you would think that Munchie would be down for this at this point, like, because I just want to point out yes. we didn't quite go over. I said that I had a Munchie kill count, but to reiterate, when he was in heaven, they listed off the various times that Munchie had partied. <laughs> Let me just list some of those really quickly for you. Um, the Hindenburg, 35 dead, by the way. Mm -hmm. Atlantis? Okay, I'm, I'm just going to question mark that one. Um, Mount Vesuvius millions. eruption, 16,000 yep, or so, yep, they think. Yep, um, yep. The meltdown of Chernobyl. <laughs> like, all of these are Munchie's crimes. Munchie, this is... All due to partying. Been, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, this could have been the opening to Redead. You know, like... yes. It could have been. Munchie caused <laughs> that thing to occur. Yeah, so at bare minimum, before this film has even started, we have Munchie has killed at least 16,066 people. 666? Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> now, I want to point out, I think there were additional things that he was responsible for in the first film, so uh, you're going to have fun when you find those out. I know, mm -hmm. I think Atlantis was at least mentioned in the first Munchie film. Right. At least Amazing. Atlantis. Again, yeah. So, okay, so, so the kid asks for the only thing any kid would ever ask for, the coolest video game system ever. We got a gamer, folks! And what, and what did Munchie give him? Which is a Commodore with a wheel jammed into it through, like, a carved hole that they did that just, like, slides around really awkwardly. They broke yes, that Commodore, uh, huh? Yeah, they sure the Commodore, did. they just stuck a steering wheel onto a Commodore Plus 4. Here's your game console, kid! Yeah, it plays Super Mario Brothers. Now we're gonna watch an FMV of Death Race 2000 instead. <laughs> oh, you don't like, wanna watch an FMV? Well, we'll be the FMV! He, like, fucking Munchies Gaming is literally the 3DO! Fuck you! <laughs> I love how much stock footage they have from Death Race in this. It's really now good. They I, use a lot of stock footage well, in Death Race. Well, I wanna point out, some of, it's, some of it is stock footage. The airplane in the scene is stock footage, but some of that footage, I found out, is actual original footage. So they had either the actual car from Death Race 2000, which, let me point out, Death Race 2000 came out in 78, I think. Mm -hmm. and yeah. or they made a car look like the car from death race 2000 they probably roger corman sure has a lot of like dusty warehouses full of old shit i'm sure they well, have the original car somewhere that he was like, well i ah. mean it would make sense because he did produce death race 2000 exactly right. yeah munchie did kill that plane pilot though that pain yeah that's another that's another death count yeah, yeah. and munchie wanted to start world war three in that scene I want to point oh, out. Oh, yeah, he was excited for that. I forgot about that. Yeah. Extremely so go, excited about that. Yeah, they jump into the computer because that would be even cooler, in which they then murder the pilot. Like, there's some pilot chasing them, sh like, bombing them. Yeah. And then they run him into a canyon wall. And Munchie Explosion. goes, oh, man, this would be like if we started World War Three. We should start World War Three. <laughs> Just say the word, kid. Haha, <laughs> I'm Munchie. Just say the magic word. Uh, okay, so 
That is what? frighteningly close, that and I hate it. That's close. really close. Yeah. Why, why did Munchie give him a Commodore with a steering wheel in it when the kid had a Super Nintendo? No, he asked for the Super Nintendo. It wasn't it, it like Munchie gave him the Super Nintendo, which we should mm-hmm. point out oh. that Munchie stole it from the local mall. Yeah, Munchie I just peeked just, just then. Yeah, M- Munchie <laughs> doesn't like just wish things into being. He monkey paws them. Okay, steals now. Uh, I'm just going to spoil a scene from the first Munchie. So there's a scene where uh, the kid in that movie asks for a pizza, right? So instead of just magically spawning a pizza, he steals a pizza from the local pizza joint. And the the chef that's still giving the pizza to the people at the table just starts chasing the pizza with a fucking butcher knife down the street. What? (laughs) And then inevitably gets arrested by the police. Because, I mean... In the context of the bystanders in in the Munchie universe, and I hate the fucking fact that I can even say that. <laughs> the cinematic Munchie universe, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just a madman with a goddamn butcher knife running down the street. <laughs> yes. I mean, Munchie really feels like the Wishmaster in this movie, rather oh, than it's, like... It's, it's a subpar Wishmaster because, I mean, it's not gory, but it's, no, it's, it's got that cynicism to it. Yeah, well, I, I'm saying that his his whole th- shtick of like, hmm, what will you wish for now? Oh yeah, maybe we should start this. Like, it's very everything that he does has like a string attached to it, where it's like actually a horrible consequence. Like, wish for a free pizza. All right, I'm going to ruin this man's life. Here's your pizza. The <laughs> problem it's is, like, wait, what? The problem is, Munchie doesn't even wait for the kid to make the wish. Munchie makes the wish. <laughs> And then tells the kid to say the say words. the magic words. Like Munchie yeah, after it's already done wish. half the time, M- yeah. Munchie is assuming what the kid wants, and then yes. wishes it on his behalf, even if the kid didn't really want it. Yes, mm-hmm. but then the kid Correct. has to go 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 along with it because the wish has already been made. Fuck it. I mean, you can't just return a wish. What are you going to do? Regift? Yeah, it? you can't return a wish. There's no warranty. There's no yeah. buyback policy on that. Yeah. Oh, except they do. Except they do do that. So it's even. So they contradict themselves in the movie. Yeah. So next, we're introduced to Point Dexter. So let's let's talk mm. about that. Go ahead. It's the only dog scene in this movie, and I, I want to reiterate that it's the only dog scene in this movie. No, there are two dog scenes killer. because because the Point- dog shows up in the in the later lawnmower scene. But I get your point. Okay, well, I'll give is, you that. Yeah, there's, yeah, so there's two dogs. Uh, there's two dog scenes. This is the first one of them. Uh, Poindexter is the neighbor who is in some amazing uh, jean booty shorts and a uh, oh, God, like the booty shorts. Giant floral like floral shirt, high collared uh, floral denim heads. shirt that's like unbuttoned down to like his chest hair. Yeah. Had knee pads on, which understand mm-hmm. what well, they work on their garden all day. They have, yes, you know, exactly. the Coke bottle glasses because that's yep. obviously what Point Dexter's wear. Mm. Uh, I'll be right back. Gonna go take my eye exam, get Coke bottle glasses instead of the mm-hmm. ones I'm currently wearing. Mm-hmm. He's got a nice poodle named Killer that uh, <laughs> then our protagonist mom uh, kicks for a laugh. As he leaves. Yeah. Anyway, uh, point being is they kicked that dog and she took joy in that fact 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She like smile like she like she punts this dog and it howls and then she like grins and walks inside because he was mad that like her sprinklers go into his yard and overwater yeah. his flowers. I guess so. The the lawn mowing scene did happen after the gamer scene also oh yes so we can talk about that while we're at it too Mm -hmm. uh the kid is mowing the lawn because his mom's like hey you're eight go mow the lawn what's he gonna do not mow the lawn and munchie shows up conveniently behind a turned over wheelbarrow so they could hide the board in the hands um and he's like hey kid the only time that they actually cover below the waist so that you don't see him being stapled down well, no, there's 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 the baseball scene, but yeah. Oh, sure. yeah, that's true. This okay. this was the convenient scene. So he's mm-hmm. like, hey, kid, why are you mowing the lawn? Don't you wish that you didn't have to mow the lawn? Yeah, I guess. Okay, well, what if we made it automatic? Say Whatever, Munchie. <laughs> I don't care, sure. And then Munchie turns it to like a robotic automatic thing. Uh, that starts mowing the lawn, and then it goes through the hedges of Point Dexter's fucking and then flower just, garden, and, and then, then it just... fucking kills him and killer. <laughs> no, my favorite part of that scene was just the ominous zoom in on Point Dexter and the dog. Just, yes, just, just it was like an Evil Dead scene. Oh like... yeah, yeah, it definitely has the energy of Evil Dead. I never thought of that at the time, but it's it's an Evil Dead scene for sure. It's got like that first person like lawn cam. Yeah. <laughs> like... And and the best part is, and uh, they never you never see them stop the lawnmower. No, no. And that this is up? this is yes, Actually. this this does come up later in the yeah. film, and by later I mean after the film. But it's regardless of that scene, fact. Yeah. Hmm. Uh... So that all happens. The mower uh, attacks both the dog and Point Dexter. They're not dead somehow. Killing them instantly. <laughs> no, they're dead. Somehow. Don't In worry credits. About it. Uh, but that's okay because we don't need to talk about any of this shit that just happened. We got to talk about baseball. 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 This Sports was the scene that dragged. It's like twenty minutes of baseball. Listen, yes. there was a baseball game that was going on. They took advantage of it. Yeah. So they lined up all the little kids, and uh, they're originally doing a practice game, and there's, like, this kind of bully pitcher that's making fun of our main protagonist because he can't... uh, He strikes him out, and then uh, they switch places. The coach is like, hey, stop picking on him. I'm the the only one that gets to pick on the kids. Fuck off. Oh, yeah, John Biner. John Biner in the most phoned-in performance I've ever seen from John Biner, and that's saying something. Mm -hmm. Then they swap positions, and he pitches for a little while, and then they just end that, and the bully kind of exits the movie for the most part. Like, he shows up in the other scene, but he's not for any real reason. So, like, they go from the practice scene almost immediately to the real game, right? Like, there's not much. No, there was the practice scene, and and then the kid came home. So... In the context of the movie, there was uh, the orig- the opening scene, then the Chronos scene, the boardroom mm-hmm. scene, the practice scene, uh, the Point Dexter scene, uh, uh, Munchie's arrival. I hate the fact that I can remember what order <sighs> these fucking scenes are in. Uh, and then we kind of glossed over some of those because it doesn't really matter the order they come yeah, in. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, in in the context yeah. for the baseball game. 
uh, we also have to talk about days. Yeah. Yeah. I think this movie takes place in the context of maybe like three or four days. That sounds right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the practice scene, just any of the scenes that have baseball in them. Uh, I'd rather get a root canal. Yeah. So the kids team that our main character is in, uh, is fighting against the opposing team, which has a really good name. The Slaughters. Um, Slaughters. The Murderers. The Killers. The, the Okay, so you're joking, but I do want to point out that it's not... What, the names that you're doing are probably better than the names that they have, because it's the Hillside Stranglers. The Stranglers. Oh, it was Which, the honestly, I could see the Killers as a, like, baseball team, but the Hillside Stranglers... Like, that just seems a little... It's a little too well, graphically well, specific. I think. Well, we have I, to consider that uh, a millionaire asshole was the uh, the sponsor of the team. True, true. And we didn't see their mascot. Their mascot oh, could God. be way more wholesome. I than mean, you think it let's is. be honest. Their mascot, Noosey. <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest. Their mascot's probably serving time in in the county. <laughs> <laughs> their mascot. Oh no, Noosey's in prison. Munchie, <laughs> break Noosey out. Munchie, I need you to help Noosey. The Hillside Stranglers with their mascot, Piano Wire. Garrett oh the Garrote. Fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> this little league is fucking hardcore. You don't understand. They've got Stabby and Noosey. And <laughs> uh, yeah, you don't even want to oh, see boy. Gun. Man, I understand why Charles Manson was up in heaven talking about like Jesus, <laughs> judging Munchie. Charles no, you said Marilyn. Manson. You said Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Charles Manson. 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 <laughs> Manson. Oh no! <laughs> you fucked up so bad. I love it. <laughs> I mean, in the context of this film, they could have been any Manson. To be honest, they yeah, they just pick a Manson. It's fine. <laughs> Choose your own Manson. Whatever. <laughs> Choose movie. That famous book series, Choose Your Own Manson. So, so, so the team's losing the ball game. Uh, and then uh, the coach sends the kid to go pick up another Coke because he can't be in a scene without a Coke in his hands. We have to God. get our budget back in any way, shape, or form. No, they had Diet Pep, uh, yeah, Diet Dr. Pepper cans uh, yeah. in like the hot dog stand, but you couldn't see the label on them. They were there, but you couldn't mm-hmm. see the label. Right. Diet Coke, front center. So, center of free. Oh, yeah. They so have those here. ones turned towards the camera. Oh, where yeah, you can yeah. Turn towards the camera. The relish, the relish is turned so you can't see the thing, the mustard, the ketchup, but the Coke. Oh, gotta have that Coke in frame. Okay. So the kid was asked by the coach to go get him a Coke, because every single time that coach is on screen, he needs to have a fucking Coke in hand. It's the only possible thing he could do. Mm -hmm. So the kid takes the money, um, goes under the bleachers, which leads inside of a building, uh, which is the locker room. Which you can't see anywhere near the, the baseball field whatsoever. Yeah. No, and, this baseball and, field's in like the middle of a desert. I just want to point that yeah, out. It is there's, like there's clearly not a locker room. It's like outside. No. <laughs> there's there's I, two I, trailers. Weird. That that honestly, like that baseball field, I was like, where is this thing? Because it feels like they had to drive through dirt roads to find it. But anyway. Yes. If if anything, Laurel Canyon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he puts money in the machine and Munchie, like you do, is swimming around in the dirty, filthy towels. 
that all the players use. Uh, and he pops out. He's like, hey, I'm Munchie. You gonna win the game, kid? You remember Babe Ruth? He's very old. You'll never heard of him. Probably dead by now. <laughs> and then it gets really sad. I killed him. <laughs> Me, Munchie. <laughs> Me, I killed him. Uh, and at the same time, the bad guy, who's also the owner of the opposing team, who's also the guy who fired his mom. Mm-hmm. What uh, a coincidence. Walks yeah. underground into this locker room. And he's like, oh, where's the bathroom? Holy shit, is that a puppet in that towel? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Because <laughs> he sees Munchie talking to the kid. Yes. Right? So at the after that, uh, they go back outside. Um, he tells his son, who's the pitcher of the Hillside Stranglers, to fucking murder the opposing pitcher. Just blast him. Just fucking kill the guy. Yeah, I'll give you a hundred dollars to your allowance if you bean the shit out of the kid. Yeah, it's a hired killer. I love this scene and like how absolutely depraved this guy is because it's like he's like, well, but dad, we're winning. He's like. Not really, son. You haven't ground them into the dust yet. You need to make them feel pain. Go <laughs> fucking them. nail this kid. And so, yeah, it was the bully, though, which is the best yeah. thing. Like, it's like the the dickhead bully from the other team. So it's right. like bully versus bully violence. It's and kind it's of such great. a good scene because, like, the kid winds up for the pinch or pitch to the pitch. Uh, it flips the camera over from like the other perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, one eighty. The kid hits it, and then it goes back again to the other camera, and and somebody off screen just fucking beams this kid in the chest. <laughs> yeah, because like, and the thing is, they threw the ball from a lower position because yeah, because uh, it was going in an arc. It wasn't. It was going in an upward arc. It wasn't going. It wasn't going in like a downward. It's so good. They had somebody off screen just fucking fast pitch a ball into this kid's chest. Yeah. I... I really love that. I want so badly to see the behind the scenes footage of like some adult there. Like, you know that this is just some like tech that's working on like the sound guy just grabs the ball and is like, all right, I'll bean this 10 year old. Let me at him. Animals were not harmed during the making of this film, but no, the kids but were. kids were for sure. So, so they don't have a pitcher. So they have to replace the pitcher with our, our protagonist who. Sucks shit at pitching, so Munchie pops out of a food stand. He's like, hey, I'll help you out, kid. Say the words. Throw, throw the DiMaggio. ball. Joe DiMaggio. That's the baseball. I know baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, which then turns all of his pitches into fucking Bugs Bunny cartoon. Bugs Bunny shit. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, they made it a an explicit uh, an explicit reference to that one uh Bugs Bunny cartoon. Yeah, because the that kid also gets dealt struck with baseball out eight times yes. in one and, round, which turned into two outs. And it's two yes. outs. That's not how baseball works. Yeah. I don't even like it's baseball. Fine. Don't no point. You get three strikes. The kid had three strikes times two. He had more than that. That's so that eight. means two outs. No, Dude, three plus three is six. Can we talk he about had eight? That means it's t- at least two outs. Uh, Hold on. That there's something more important. Can we talk about how condescending the umpire was to the kid oh, immediately yeah, after the kid that? Yes. Shit. That umpire is an asshole. Hey kid, you know you're out. Hey kid, that kid fucking destroyed. Get the fuck out, kid. You got you got fucking wrecked, kid. And then, oh shit! And he's like, <laughs> and then magically it turned to either the top or the bottom. I don't really give a shit which uh, part of the inning it was. Uh, and then they magically have two people on base because that's how that's how it works. 
Sure. Um, I mean, I, I'm accepting that they gave us a time they, skip. Listen, hey, do you want them to show... They almost showed the whole game. Did you want yeah. them to show the whole game? Because they got real close anyway. Yeah, so but they, 20 minute baseball listen, scene, they gave us 15 they, minutes of baseball. If they wanted uh-huh. to give us a time skip, they would cut to the board. Because I know the board shows the upper and the lower parts of an inning. Mm-hmm. I don't watch baseball because, well, at least to me, it's the equivalency of C-SPAN. Uh, it's sleep aid. But, okay, I'll agree with you that they should have just cut to the board to show that it was going ahead, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, because anyways, since they didn't do that, I'm just assuming that magically there are two people on base. I mean, considering mm-hmm. this what this movie is, I don't question it. Um, But yeah, the final thing, and then... Oh, God. The kid's on the bat. Yeah, so the kid goes to the bat, he hits the ball, and then... It goes so far into home run territory that goes out into outer space, loops the Earth 20 times, changing the rotation of the Earth backwards. So we go backwards in time. And then Lois Lane did not die. (laughs) And then they win the game. And the ball fucking comes from space, blasting through the atmosphere on fire and flames at thousands of miles per hour and then hits our bad guy on top of the head and beans him right out. in the head blunt force trauma mm-hmm. fucking kills in credits him. i'm i wish it was in credits God, the I, movie, I really man. like in the baseball scene i just want to point out that there was a, a take in there where one of the times that the bad guy walks up to the uh pitcher's mound to talk to his kid yeah he, as he walks up there he like trips and barely recovers it and they just kind of kept it <laughs> Yeah, like <laughs> he almost whatever. fucking just biffs it. It's <laughs> really good. So afterwards, yeah, we go to the the dance, um, which I'm going to mostly skip over because there's more Thank important you. things that happen. Mm-hmm. But uh, Munchie turns the uh, <laughs> he turns the family station wagon into a limo station wagon, which still looks like a station wagon. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of the um, old. It's like those edits look like garbage. Yeah. It's like those DIY uh, projects that people do to their cars. They like extend it by just welding the the mid part of like an SUV yeah. to their car. They just got exhibit into this. Oh man, <laughs> oh, man you got a station wagon like, here. All Let's they fucking was, pimp that. All they did was make it longer. They didn't make mm-hmm. it a fucking limo. <laughs> fucking assholes so but anyways he he takes a limo he takes his his uh love interest who's also on the baseball team with him to the dance uh he's a huge fucking asshole claiming that well, he yeah won the munchie's game. been rubbing off on him so now he's a total yeah. prick uh he rubbed off him. on him with the uh the rag that he used to wipe his nose off yeah oh god um but okay so so that happens uh he's a fucking asshole he asked Munchie if he could read people's minds for a bit. He determines, based on everybody's reaction, that he's a fucking asshole. <laughs> so he says, yeah. I don't want to do that anymore. And then leaves with Munchie to go get food or something. So. I, uh, I want to point out, though, like, uh, as TBCR was saying, that when he turns in, he turns himself into a human man yes. to drive the limo. Oh, and this is important the... because... What does he do when he's a human man, TBCR? You mentioned He wipes it. his nose, which apparently had shoe polish on it. But here's the most frustrating part to me. They didn't even get Howard Hessman to play the role of the driver. No, they got someone else to do the role of the driver, and then they dubbed in Howard Hessman's voice. And the, the lips don't even match up. No, that is shitty ADR. 
But like, it's amazing too to me that it's the. I have a lot of existential horror questions about like. <laughs> so Munchie has a black nose, like oh god, I like an animal, not a dog. Like a dog. <laughs> Go on. And he's, like a dog. Yeah. And he's got yeah. like a little black nose. Like and a then dog. when he turns into a human, he wipes the black off of his nose, which makes me like. <laughs> Was that something that he could always do? Is that did he just get into shit? Is he just shoving? Is he huffing black paint between scenes? Like what is what is going on with Munchie in this movie? Yeah, well, like oh shit, I still got a little on there. Maybe maybe that was when Munchie turned into a dog, and uh, <laughs> you know was sniffing some areas, and you know they they turned back into Munchie because oh, yeah. So when he turned into a dog, so Munchie is not a dog. It's when he turned into a dog. All right, Munchie's a dog. I rest that my case. Into continue once again. Schrodinger's dog. Shape. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> Anyways, point being, after that we find out that they have a, a twenty thousand dollar debt, and the mom's gonna lose the house, and another emotional scene from a different movie. Mm-hmm. And then after that. We're taking to the horror house with our bad guy who took a bunch of photos of Munchie during the dance, like afterwards in the. Uh, uh, oh God, the horror house! And, and I, the horror house has our our character Professor Graves, MD, mm-hmm. MD, who tells yeah, right. us some very important Munchie lore. <laughs> yes, Munchie lore and the Munchie mythology of the quadrology, which only consists of technically two or three films, depending on. <laughs> Uh, yes. how hungover you are at the time um they were trying to do their best they were trying to do their best peter lore impersonation at the start they failed miserably they failed miserably but then like okay so i think this character is supposed to be similar to the Artie johnson character in the first film mm. but uh apparently Artie johnson cost too much money mm-hmm. question mark question mark question mark so yeah, and oh god, the photos. Uh, yeah, so these there, photos are why I want to like have this. I, I okay for context. I burnt my VHS tape, and I know what you're <laughs> thinking. Oh, so you just like taped over it? No, I literally burnt it. Yeah, no, that's fair. But okay, so it, it's a photo of the Sphinx with Munchie's head, a photo of Napoleon yes. with a smaller Munchie also dressed like Napoleon, <laughs> mm-hmm. a photo of of Munchie. With Washington crossing the Delaware, where Munchie's the one pointing the way. <laughs> that that photo of the Sphinx, I that that haunts my dreams sometimes. <laughs> it's so good. It's 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 so bad. But all of this is just to say that Munchie's an ancient being, which we already knew. But it's to tell the bad guy that that is also the case, uh, and also he's going to buy a poison dagger to kill his wife later. It's fine. Yeah, so Professor Cryptkeeper gives him all of this extra information. Sorry, Professor Hobo Cryptkeeper. I, yeah. I forgot that he's got yeah. like Hobo the ratty fingerless gloves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In his store full of black candles and ravens, it's kind of incredible. Anyways, the next, uh, well, that night, uh, it starts snowing, snowing, <laughs> money. Yeah. Yeah, she yells, oh my god, it's snowing, as there's a bunch of bills falling from the sky. Okay, so yeah, let's talk about this scene. So even Munchie was, like, surprised about this at the beginning. Even though it turned out that he was the reason for it, even though the kid didn't really ask for it, Munchie just made it rain money. Uh, 
I love the implication no. that no one bothered at night. They see money falling from the sky, but no yeah. one touches it at all. Yeah, Even they, in they... the next day when they're raking money into bags for the bank people to take and put into the thing. Because, you know, that's how that works. They just left mm-hmm. it on their lawn all night after seeing it and then started raking it up in the morning. I don't what. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. be honest with you. That was the most baffling scene in this movie, and this is a movie full of baffling so weird. scenes. So a guy from the Treasury Department shows up, though, and it's like, hey, uh, about that money, it's uh, it's fake. No, it's not yeah. fake. It hasn't been made yet. Counterfeit. It, it's, it's well, a he's, no, he, he says that it's counterfeit later on. They actually talk about okay, it being so counterfeit they do money. Say counterfeit. Yeah. Yeah, which is amazing because it's like Munchie calls down $20,000 to save this family, but he's such a dick, he makes it fake money. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been Monopoly money. It yes. would have been funnier if it was Monopoly money. They, oh, no, they it would have been sadder, it looks but it like would have been Monopoly money, to be fair. The Treasury guy is like, hey, your mom uh, and you, he's talking to the mom, I guess, but you and your son. I uh, need to come with me to the uh, federal building because we need to uh, we need to talk about yeah. this counterfeit money. Yeah, I need to take you downtown for questioning. Oh, can I bring my son? Oh, sure. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so they leave. Uh, Munchie is still in the house, and then the bad guy shows up one frame as the car, <laughs> one frame after the car. Yeah, leaves. <laughs> car leaves. Obvious cut because like it shifts yeah. like mm-hmm. two or three. Well, in the context of a computer screen, pixels. And then the it, other it car comes up. shifts a few up. degrees, yeah. <laughs> and then this this uh, this fucker has a crowbar with him. He's dressed in all black, except for his yeah. tie. Has a black crowbar with him. Walks up casually to the door. Uh, the door was open the whole time. Just opens it with a crowbar, even though it was already open. And, and then, then closes you know, it, and the door locks and again. It, which is and like, the door okay, locks opened again. opened it with a crowbar, <laughs> it doesn't close again. Weirdo. Like it's Just, you know saunters through the living room goes up the stairs hardwood flooring goes mm-hmm. into the kids room as that that's not creepy whatsoever uh no. just starts looking around munchie gets ideas munchie fucking kills this man <laughs> like oh, munchie yeah. literally sets his ass on fire <laughs> he like he lights firecrackers in his ass like mm-hmm. in his ass yes throws marbles on the floor, trips him, knocks him backwards down the stairs, and then drops a fucking bowling ball on his head. Yeah, I'm, and I'm when not... we say drops a bowling ball on his head, we're not talking he about, like, does. he runs down the stairs, holds a bowling ball over his head, and then, like, cracks him with it from, like, a foot. No, he drops it from the top of the stairs, and it bounces it down the momentum. stairs, picking up speed, yeah. until it fucking brains him in the back of the head at, like, yeah. 10 miles an hour with this, like, 30-pound bowling ball mushing his head into fucking dust. Like, <laughs> Which may explain some of the weird decisions this person makes later on in the film. But yeah. regardless of that fact, I I, I was trying, I w- wanted to make this observation during the scene, but it would have been, it would have been cheesy, but it would have been uh, a bit funnier if they had that one shot from, uh, what is it? Uh, Detective Arbogast from Psycho. That scene at the top of the staircase, how it has that, oh, yeah. it's following him down the stairs. Instead of just having the shot from the bottom of the stairs of him falling down, it would have been cooler. Maybe it would have cost more money, but it would have been cheesier. And I think that scene would have been even more funnier because of that. See, 
the the scene after this is what upset me the most. Oh, Roger Corman is no Alfred Hitchcock. No, uh, but he uh, he walks into the kitchen after Munchie, and Munchie shoots some white sticky. It's substance. it's 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 frosting. It's frosting. It's for whipped cream and frosting. Let's just call it that. Sure. Very quickly, yeah. So, so Munchie frosts this man as he goes through the door. Yeah, he sure does. Who then Munchie throws his frosting to... all over this man's face the minute that he comes into the door. They put that on the cover. I want to point out. <laughs> yes, and then this yes. man proceeds to stick his fingers directly into a socket as he would. Yeah, he like gets hit in the Shock face. Yeah. Living. And, his and as someone. Movie. Munchie doesn't do that to him. I want to point out, <laughs> Munchie doesn't do anything to him yeah, there. He, does. he throws cream in his face, and then the man turns around and just jams his fingers in the outlet. As someone who has suffered uh, <laughs> uh, uh, electric shocks of that severity himself, as you would, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as an expert. <sighs> Anyways, so... But he, that's not the most catches, baffling part. He catches Munchie by pulling on a chain on the opposite side of the room, which lowers... Some potatoes and tomatoes hanging in a basket above him. It was apples and potatoes, but yes, just let that sink in. You pull a cord, which apparently there's like what what purpose would that be in any household? Okay, I want to point out it doesn't even lower the baskets. It doesn't do anything even remotely that useful. It just tilts them. It tilts them so it dumps all the potatoes out onto Munchie. Why would you install this fucking chain in your house to dump your potatoes on the floor? Maybe they were setting up a Rube Goldberg machine. You never know. It doesn't even make sense. I hate it's it. It's so good. It's so but, good. But So he stuffs Munchie in a trash bag where he belongs. <laughs> yes. Head first. And at the same time, the mom, the kid, and the treasury department guy, for some fucking reason, show back up at the house. Because and, apparently and we, that's how much time passed. We thought, yes, we thought it they've might done have been their after. full interrogation downtown and everything, and he's coming back to like finish collecting the money, <laughs> even though the man's still in the house. At first, you were like, "Oh, well, it's like, like five minutes appara- at most." Yeah, you were like, "Apparently, yeah. so much this much time has passed." And I'm like, "Well, we haven't seen the man in the house. He's probably gone. Like, I'm sure this is a time skip forward." Nope. Like, <laughs> no. No. I'm, I'm blissfully he's still an there. Idiot. Can I point out something that not, not even I just re- I only just now realized they didn't mm-hmm. question why there was a car in front of their house. They sure didn't. No. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Where did they park their car? Their Whatever. car was okay, in, anyway. So well, beyond I bet that, their car let's... was still the limo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. It was still limo. he never turned it back from a limo. Fuck, Munchie sucks. So, <laughs> so, so the kid confronts the guy who stole Bunchy. He's like, "Wait, you threw him in that trash bag? I know, I heard him. No, you didn't, kid." And he runs out and pushes the treasure guy to the ground. And the treasure's like, "I'm gonna fucking get that guy. You pushed me." <laughs> he got yeah, Munchy. Who's Munchy? <laughs> yeah, the, the kid runs out. He's like, "He stole Munchy. What the fuck is a Munchy?" <laughs> Okay, two things that I want to point out that are incredible. Well, okay, I guess three three things about the treasury guy that I just want to quickly point out. Mm-hmm. A, he walked into the scene and five seconds later, like him and the mom are ready to bone down, and he's and yes. they're like, "Oh, you're gonna become the dad." Like, in, yes, five seconds after seeing her. Second thing, like you said, he gets lightly brushed by this man, and he's like, "All right, we're gonna break all known laws to fuck him up. Let's get in the car and get him." Yeah, they start a car chase. And yeah. the third thing, thing, which is the most baffling thing. Last thing I want to point out is that this man 
they start the child tells him like oh he's got munchie my friend and he goes oh munchie yeah i know him he was my friend when i was a kid too (laughs) 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 raises so many questions about what horrible war crimes this treasury man committed in the name of munchie (laughs) that's an unmade film (laughs) incredible i need the prequel with the treasury guy and munchie uh, oh, so so Munchie is uh, being led on a car chase uh, because Munchie is the one controlling the car that the bad guy uh, is in. Mm-hmm. He takes over the brakes. He takes over the ignition. He makes it so the car won't stop and just tortures this man. Makes yes. the steering wheel come off. Yeah, the, he rips uh, the steering wheel off. Axis. Uh, and then causes him to crash by saying like, hey, do you want to fly? Yo, you can make this car fly. That'd be great. All right, pal. <laughs> Monkey paw. Say the magic <laughs> words. Then he, he runs into a fucking fruit stand. <laughs> yeah, fruit stand flips. Cuts to a still frame being flipped around. Yeah, they rotated yes. a still frame. <laughs> we got stunts. Yeah, to show that the car flipped. I mean, hey, listen, sometimes that's, it works. And, and then... He gets out. The cops that were chasing them, because there's also cops that were chasing them, as they saw it, like, oh, we got a runner, um, stops as well. He goes to the cops. He's like, oh, thank goodness, you're here to save me. Uh, and then his car fucking explodes with Munchie in it. I'm not going to lie, we all laughed at that scene. <laughs> That's a good scene. Oh, yeah. That's a good scene. That's a good scene. <sighs> yeah. So Munchie's fucking dead. They arrest the bad guy. <laughs> uh, and then the kid's home that night i want to point yeah, out the nightmare of munchie is later over. at day. long last we've killed him the the, <laughs> the cops the cops though they uh oh yeah, oh, yeah they hated the millionaire guy they hate that guy he's like don't you know who i am oh you're the person who fucking fired my wife you're you're mr comcast you fired oh, my wife yeah. get in my fucking car you're going yeah, to let, prison those cops wouldn't have done that they would have been like oh you're mr comcast i'm sorry sir here's my here's my yeah, they don't help like, your boots. clean them up, dust them off, and be like, all right, who do you yeah. want us to arrest? Sorry, what, yeah, what do yeah. we need to do? Yeah, yeah, right. No. So anyway, um, Munchie makes this kid think that he's fucking dead for at least eight hours. Just just because he's a piece of shit. And then as the kid's back at home, uh, Munchie shows up on the TV. He's like, hey, it's the Munchie show. I'm not actually dead. I just wanted to fuck with you. Ha ha. By the way, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go back to the Chrono show. See you later. I'm going back to heaven slash wherever the fuck that place was. Purgatory. And we find out that it was actually his dead dad who asked Munchie to fuck with this kid and just mess with him. Great. Which is, which is and, a good And then Kronos goes, was that, was the japery sufficient for you, father? What was, did Munchie do a good enough job fucking with your small child? And he goes... Yeah, yeah, I guess. And he goes, okay, I guess that's a point in Munchie's favor. So, all right, we'll weigh against the Hindenburg accident, yeah. <laughs> the sinking of Atlantis, Atlantis, the Mount Vesuvius eruption that killed 16,000, mm-hmm. and the Chernobyl meltdown, and we will put helped one small child and his father one time. And, uh, all yeah. right, the scales are balanced now. We're all good. Because <laughs> Munchie Now set it's it up. time for your next assignment. Munchie mm-hmm. set up the counterfeit money so that his mom would meet the treasury guy and they would bone. Yes. That was the whole and, plot. And, and, well, hold up. And also that through nepotism, the man would give her a job. 
Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, like that was he even says he that he's like, oh well, like she'll, she'll give you a job and maybe even become your new dad. <laughs> oh my god! But that's okay. In the next film, we're gonna help a very important person. Who? Oh god. Send me anywhere. I'll have the place rocking in no time. Actually, there's someone down on Earth who needs a lot of help right now. Then what am I hanging around here for? Who got lucky this time? Should have no trouble finding him. Here's what he looks like. <laughs> well, I wouldn't miss our next picture, folks. But until then, here's the end of this one. <laughs> I hope that everybody is standing and saluting right now, as they should be. <laughs> Everyone, salute, please. It's Bill Clinton. It's fucking Bill Clinton. The movie Here's ends the on assignment. Bill fucking Bill Clinton. Bill fucking Clinton. Phantasm, tall man. Tells Munchie to help Bill Clinton. That's this fucking movie. That's not a and joke. Cut now credits. we understand why Munchie is so responsible for so many war crimes and accidents. Yeah, you know? he, I can't believe Munchie said Monica Lewinsky. This oh, is some god. bullshit. Oh god. You see why I have oh. issues with this film. <laughs> well, I, I mean... It all makes sense because they had a psychic on hand at all times. Oh yeah, there uh, in the credits in it mentions there was a uh, on-site reader, Zolta. palm reader. Mm-hmm. Christ. Hey, there's there's one thing we can uh, be glad about. At least Munchie Hanks Ten was never made. Yeah, they never made the third movie. They they did have it in the credits. See you next time in Munchie Hanks Ten. That is the most ominous threat I have ever seen in any cinema. I, I think that means Ever. that we need to pick up the torch. We need to make the next Munchie. Listen, let's get the Kickstarter going. Yeah, I think that's what that means. Just, just, yeah. just, just, just message Jeremiah Norsky. Be like, so yeah, <laughs> uh, when, when's M- Munchie three? It, hey, I'll I'll give you ten bucks to make Munchie three. It worked. Listen, for Quigley. you can buy the puppet for ten dollars. Look, it worked for Quigley. We did Quigley, and they made Quigley two now. It's happening. This shit's happening. Oh no! <laughs> I'm not rating Munchie. Um, yeah, we need to rate the dog. So let's rate Killer first. Killer's an the obvious, only dog in this movie. An obvious yes. good rating. Uh, Killer barks a lot. Is very excited. Is a cute little poodle and gets utterly harassed and kicked and attacked by a lawnmower. And and, and our protagonist's mother. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Killer deserves any of that. Uh, I would say Killer is like. A pretty okay 11 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Killer's a nice little little poodle that was barking and jumping at the woman, not to be mean, but because it wanted pets. And nobody yeah. acknowledges that. And I, I find that incredibly disappointing. There is a zero pet counter in this movie, and I'm I'm sad. Yeah. Well, okay, oh. no, sorry. I don't want there to be a pet counter for Munchie. I want to clarify that. I need there to be a <laughs> pet counter for the dogs. I'm not disappointed there's no pet counter for Munchie. Munchie right. does not well, deserve pets. Munchie, Mun- is Munchie can have a hypothetical one. score if you wanted. Yeah. I, if I'm you had to hypothetically to, give a score. I'm going to rate Munchie because Munchie is a dog. And Munchie is a very cute dog who tries his best, helps the kid, and probably murdered, like, I don't know, a couple hundred thousand people over the years. Um, okay. 
Like I am going to. I would like to give my closing arguments in this, the trial of Munchie. Um, I would like to very quickly point out. So Munchie has a death count of at least in just this film alone, uh, referenced at about 16,067 or 66 kill, kills. <laughs> now, I would like to point out that that is worse than Chevy Chase in any other dog film that we've watched, mm -hmm. and that no dog can be worse than Chevy Chase. QED, Munchie is not a dog. I rest my case. I'm going to let the jury decide. <laughs> well, as as the Munchie expert, uh, I, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure Munchie deserves the Palme d'Or. doesn't even need to ha make his own film. Just from his outstanding performance as a dog in this film. Obje mm. Objection, Your Honor. I I do not uh, believe that we have established this uh, this particular person's status as an expert in this court. <laughs> I think we have you seen Have you seen the other Munchie? Have think, you seen the other Munchie? I think we got. Have one, you yeah. Have you seen Munchies? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if I've had to suffer through this film way more than you have i would I'm, i don't know i would consider myself as a munchie expert as, as I, this movie has been ingrained into my brain and will never leave it haunting me for the rest of my days <sighs> i realize that i'm painting myself into a corner where if i say that i need to be a munchie expert that means that i have to watch the other munchie films oh, and i don't oh, want to do that <laughs> i think you're obligated at this point to watch the original munchie for context yeah, we need to know context. Yeah, I agree. This is very good. This is very good. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you for being here, TVCR. Much appreciated. Yes, this indeed. is a lot of fun. Uh, mm -hmm. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Rough Cuts. We're cutting close to uh, 50 episodes, which is exciting. Uh, I tricked my friend into watching Munchie 2, so that's great. <laughs> there was no trick. I, I, I want to... Hold, yeah. No, there was no trick. I was. This is duress. <laughs> this is duress. There's no trick. I knew what this was, and, it's and not yet a dog you decided movie. to go through with it. I have to. <laughs> no, you don't. You can be this like, hey, I don't want to watch podcast. This nobody can actually see the literal gun to my head from Boyster in this. We're in the same room. Someone help me. I need to get out of here. <laughs> Call Munchie. Munchie can save me. Just say uh, the magic words. My whole life ruined by dogs.